the NBA. Like, nothing has happened this week. I think the NBA gods wanted us to start a podcast <laughs> last week. <laughs> this couldn't... I'm wondering... Uh, anyways, before we just jump right into the conversation, uh, welcome back, everybody. This is episode two of your new favorite NBA podcast, NBA Notice that I said NBA twice because I've been practicing ever since episode one. Actually, can we change the name to <laughs> NBA like... class? <laughs> My man is wilding. He is having the best time. He's living his best life. I want to say, we had this discussion in the first podcast on like, who is the corniest of the big four. I think Easily we're all going to take Clay. it back now. I think it might be Clay. Yeah. No, it's it's be. At this point. he When Clay goes to China, he becomes a different person. <laughs> He's you know, so animated. He it, it's it's amazing because he dances like a ridiculous person. He hits on all the women. He can't dunk all of a sudden. <laughs> Did you see that video? Looker <laughs> <laughs> like three dunks. Can I can I add though that um, it makes sense that he's so corny because he's the same color as corn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're getting the corny jokes out right off the bat. Oh that my is started off hot. Starting off hot. No, but in all seriousness, what? fucking week. How do you even... I was thinking, right as I was taking a piss before we started the podcast, I was thinking to myself, is, at the rate that things have started already this offseason, is it already better than last offseason? Because last offseason yes. we had like KD and D-Wade. No, 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 no. Do you want to know I know for a fact this offseason is better than last offseason? Go. Because if I felt like it right now... I could FaceTime Jimmy Butler because that motherfucker gave his phone Yo, number. Yo, that was insane, dude. <laughs> and there's videos, there's videos on the internet of him legitimately just mm-hmm. talking to random motherfuckers. I will say that when he said it was a seven seven three number, like one solo tear came out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was half happy and half just sad. One. For the for the listeners, just be prepared. We're gonna just keep talking about Jimmy Butler because we're gonna miss him. Oh, what's so going badly. on with him? Why did he decide to go? So Mike he had Jones? his press conference today. Him and Tibbs <laughs> were talking, and they were asking him questions. And he would—they were talking about the rumors. He's like, "Look, man, my phone's in my back pocket. If anybody has anything to say, my number is seven seven three. Blah 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 blah." It's like, I, it's, yeah, I think it's like seven seven three eight nine nine two zero one zero. I know I'm off, but I'm not. I'm not fucking yeah, lying. I'm close. I think it's two eight one three three zero eight zero zero. Catch Jimmy Butler on the low. Catch Jimmy Butler about to blow. That's right. That's right. Oh man, you are coming out hot right now. Damn, that is. I never forgot that. You know I called this so many Guys, times. I screw the NBA. What's up? What's up with Mike Mike Jones right now? What's his life like? I. He's released a few albums recently on Spotify. They're on Spotify. I've not listened to them that much. Because I I just... I've had, like, early 2000s binges. Okay, yeah. So I was checking My My Spotify is, like, just filled with, like, Sway Lee from Ray Shreman. Uh, and, uh, and, and Ugly God. <laughs> he only has one song on Spotify. No, no, he's got a second one. It's called Fuck Ugly God. And I play that oh, on repeat while I masturbate. Oh. Just, just don't worry about it. Have you heard this song, I Beat My Meat? Yes, that's yeah. what I do. It's an ode to Ugly God. Yeah. Anyways, back to basketball. Oh my God. All right. All right. Oh, so, about let's talk about LeVar. Now, um, for those of you that don't know, Matt is our resident expert. He might be the expert on all things wrestling and WWE related. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, we're going to turn to you. Um, what did you think of LeVar Ball's performance? Um, all right. So I, I had a few problems with 
basically WWE, like, what they did with him. Because LeVar Ball is clearly a villain. He's a heel, like, <laughs> easily. But they put him up against The Miz, who's the best heel in WWE. So they position LeVar Ball as a good guy right. who is doing ridiculous karate moves, taking the shirt off, no. his son's calling people can the N-word. Just, can we just pause like, for a second? Yeah, it's um, so good. Can we just pause for a second? Um, LeVar Ball is jacked. Okay? <laughs> no, no, no. LeVar Ball is dad body jacked. No, yeah, no, no. That's definitely dad body jacked. Here's the thing. That 4X shirt is not doing him any justice because... <laughs> That dude, I when he was in the shirt off, I was shocked. Yeah, he's got Absolutely arms. Shocked. He's got a little bit of muscle titty, but maybe he could be Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I know he could beat up the Miz. No question. And yeah. at this rate, yeah, him versus Jordan. Oh my god, shot. The best part of, about his son just screaming the N word into a microphone is like when I heard about it, I was yeah. like, maybe it overheard him. But you can clearly see in the video him put the microphone yeah. to his mouth and yeah. say it to the entire <laughs> arena. And it was like everyone. And also, this slightly brings up something we talked about last week that middle child ain't that. about to do shit with yeah. his life. Yeah, I, I was listening to uh, I was listening to mixtape and they were saying that. He must have been like parking the car. They just, <laughs> they just left him outside to park oh, the yeah. car again. I read something today that said that he like led the state of California in scoring this year. Doesn't fucking matter. He's the it least interesting the of the. Of nobody California. knows his name. He's does quiet. Count, oh. Does that count, Candy? Oh. Does that count, Steph? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're reading into this a bit. Truthfully, high school. Does that even count? Count Demarcus, like because yeah. he played most of the season Although in, he, in he California. Probably, he probably did outscore KD, but yeah, I was reading something. Uh, uh, was it Willie Cauley Stein who got drafted in 2015 is the longest tenured King currently playing yeah, for the Kings? Because they got rid of Ben Mathemar, right? They didn't pick up his options. They didn't yeah, pick up his options. Be a free yeah. agent. I'd actually be interested to see if the Bulls pick him up. I think at they this would. rate, at, well, no, but here's the thing: like at this rate. What do we have to lose? Yeah. Like, he was a lottery pick. Exactly. Sacramento was a shit situation. Not that the Bulls situation is any better. But <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if they if they. I, crack I don't know if right. Ben would say yes to that. He'd be like, hey, Ben, you've been in one shit situation. Would you like to try for two? I mean, dude, he wants to stay in the league, right? Who else is going to pick him up? There are only so many teams that are desperate enough to give him a shot. But going back I to mean, the he, can, he can hang out with Jimmer on China. True. That's true. Jimmer's probably killing, killing it over there. Yeah. And he's averaging like 60 to 40. Yeah. So, I read something on Twitter. Somebody said, and I quote, I don't know what it is about the way that LeVar Ball ran into the ring, but that shit looks racist. That's <laughs> 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 so good. He runs kind of funny. Um, Yo, I don't know what, like, this hand motion is. That's he does like, a weird hand motion. I don't know. Whatever I think he, does he, was, he was trying to do the Vince McMahon walk. Like, he was definitely like, Embellishing, trying to do a strut, yeah, and that's like Ooh. it was an exaggerated, yeah. it, I think so. version. Of but you know what? I would, I would love <laughs> game one of the regular season, not not summer league or any of that shit. The Miz comes out, no, 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 no. Beats him, game, one. <laughs> game one of the, the actual season. I don't think Lonzo's going to start. Oh, I mean, he is. He is. For okay, sure fine. Is. They they announced everyone. But Lonzo, then, if he's fin- if he's gonna start to start the season, everything's happening, and they quiet everything down. Some music starts playing, and all of a sudden you just hear 
by God, that's Lonzo's music. And then Lonzo just fucking comes strutting out. You knew that. I was, like, I was I, hoping you were That's back. like the greatest yeah. thing in the world. I wish, back. <laughs> I wish that that was like, if I could walk into a room, like I, I show up yeah. to work. And everyone's just sitting there working. It's like whatever. And all of a sudden, you're like, "Bam! Oh my God, that's Nick's music!" And I'm like, "What up, bitches? Y'all motherfuckers ready to make some deposits?" I work in a bank. Uh, <laughs> I, I once did a male beauty pageant and came out to the rocks theme song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna cut all NBA time yeah, yeah, yeah. for the next okay. five minutes. Let you explain what a male beauty pageant. Last week exactly we cut off the Kardashian talk. Last week we cut off the Kardashian talk. We ain't cutting off shit this week. Let this talk out. everything. Alright, it was I was in a fraternity in college and we had a a male beauty pageant. I don't know what, what else to explain it. There was um I, there was like a swimsuit competition. <laughs> I wore I wore cut off jean shorts. Um there was a talent section where I lip sang to the song um, Midnight City by Andy <laughs> I don't know why y'all laughing. Oh, I can just this imagine got, it. This got, a lot, got me a lot of attention. Oh, from, sure. From sure, the yeah. ladies of uh, Alpha Phi, if, if are, Sigma Kappa, and uh, whatever <laughs> other fraternity was at Elmhurst College. If there are any, if there are any um, of Matt's frat brothers out there, um, if you have any video evidence, please... Send it, yeah. Send it my way. Send it my way, please. We'll put it on the NBA Facebook page. I'll say, we'll put it on YouTube or whatever, but also, I just want to, or, or, or Twitter or something, but personally, I want to just see that. That <laughs> seems amazing. I think it exists, but I don't know. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I thought the LeVar Ball thing was interesting. It was hard. <laughs> the one thing I will say about the weekend, like, it was, or this week in general, this past week, it was so hard to consume everything since the last mm-hmm. time we recorded, because, like, like, the same night that the awards were going on, like, the yeah. Big Three was going on, and, like, mm-hmm. Monday night I had basketball, so I couldn't watch. Well, like, I was saying, the same night as the awards, we were all playing basketball, uh, which was a blast, I would yeah. like to point out. Uh, my boss from work straight up manhandled me in the post at one point, <laughs> and I, I, he hadn't played in, like, five years. This is you. kind of like, but he, he backked which down to me. Which one was your boss? Uh, the ball guy with the the blue shirt, that the one, the one that hit shirt. like straight, yeah, he hit like, yeah, like nine or ten shots in a row, and yeah. I was just like, "What the fuck? I thought you haven't played in yeah, six years." Yeah, he scorched off my eyebrows a few times. But uh, that guy, he did a little back down move to me, and that's how I realized I was like, "Oh, I don't have Lavar Ball dad strength," because he like backed into me, and I was like, "Ugh, ooh, it hurts." Why did dads so get so bad. strong? <laughs> I think it has to just do with like child rearing in general. Yeah. Like, pick I think the having to pick up time. like children, mm-hmm. like just build your forearm and bicep strength. Oh man, I just. Scary strong. It's, it's weird. That's yeah. a real thing. And the thing is, that guy, his wife just got pregnant for the first time. <laughs> it's already been announced to his entire family, so this is not weird for some <laughs> a magical <laughs> reason one of his family members listened to. His in laws just happen to be our number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no question. But, like, like, legitimately, I was just like, I told him, I was like, dude, you straight up got dead strength already. What the fuck's going on? And he was like, he apologized to me, but I was like, no, daddy, don't worry about it. I have, to, cool. imagine, I have to just imagine that inseminating a woman is like Popeye's spinach. Like, you just, like, you just fill her up, and then you just immediately just, just like, level up. I, <laughs> just I get the joke, but saying the phrase, fill her up, 
is real <laughs> it's a weird. Much, a much. Outside, outside of like a gas station where you're like, you want me to fill her up to your car? Outside of that, I don't want to hear yeah. that phrase. Yeah, I hope. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> These episodes are clearly going to be uh, marked E. Yeah, get that little red E ready. Oh, I, I'm used to video games where E stands for everyone. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you guys Shut up, nerd. You guys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we might as well just, Basketball. we already let's, mentioned let's it, we might it. as well yeah. jump into the big three. Boy. All right, um, so I'm feeling, I'm starting to call it like uh, 2000 memories, <laughs> it, uh, we're, early 2000 so, memories, because that was well, amazing. Before the podcast started, they had some replays on Fox Sports 1, and we were, we were sitting here watching it, and um, the whole, all the games that I saw, the, the highlights that I caught, looked like... Game seven of uh, pickup basketball day, kind of like how we were on Monday. Like, mm-hmm. by game seven, nobody's jumpers were falling, everybody's legs were tired. We were basically nobody's walking up and down the court. But, but, but you were putting an effort. That's true. Everyone put effort. Working hard. It was very nice Attempting. to see all that effort. Um, yeah. um, it, it was, uh, for me, it was nice to go back to a time where people couldn't just, on a whim, just shoot a 20 foot. Like or a thirty foot jumper, like nothing, because I got the four point play, and everyone's like, "Ooh, shooting it from Curry range." It's like you're lessening your brand by comparing it to someone who can very easily do something that yeah. all these men are putting a lot of effort into doing. Mike Bibby hit like two or three foy, four pointers, foy, four pointers, and they were just like, "Oh, Mike Bibby going from." Curry range, and I was like, you're making what he's doing seem like nothing, because Curry makes it seem like nothing. I will say that, like, the era that these guys played in wasn't really a three-point heavy era, so most Very of these true. guys are not three-point shooters. I think yeah. the, the the most telling sign of the competition level of the big three is that Deshaun Stevenson is basically the MVP. <laughs> so far, yeah. Yeah, he's killing it, dude. Him and his, like, Abraham Lincoln tattoo are just, like, yeah. walking away with the MVP right now. Whoopsies. I learned that Deshaun Stevenson averaged over 11 points five times in his career. That's my answer. And that's what the, the announcer of the Big Three said because they had nothing better to talk about. It, it was and yeah, it was interesting I, to watch. I think I know why it's called the Big Three, though. It's not because there's three players, oh. because I can only watch for three minutes without getting bored. It sucked. It was trash. Like, see, for me, it was the exact away. opposite. The camera is a little far it's away, which is annoying. Yeah. But I really enjoyed watching it because I was, like, it was very intense because every game technically ends in a game winner because it's the first up to 60. So if you're up 58 to 40, when you hit that shot, that's still technically the game winner Uh, because that's what happened with uh, Al Harrington playing against the killer threes, as they were called, with... uh, Steven Jackson on that team. The names are so Oh, the names are dumb. (laughs) But it was Al Harrington has it on like pretty much the block. And everyone's like, ooh, Al Harrington's got the ball. (laughs) Al Harrington's got the ball. Al Harrington does a fadeaway, falls over. Steven Jackson also falls over. The ball goes in. Everyone loses their mind because that was a game-winning shot. And it was was nice to be able to watch that. I... I can't wait. I'm gonna keep watching all that shit because that was a lot. Of I fun. think I'll keep watching. Yeah, I think it we've already. Trash, yeah, I think we've already agreed that we're definitely gonna go when they come to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, the the sad part is, white chocolate is done. Yeah, he's they hurt. they said the other day he's gonna be out for six to eight months. That sucks. Months, dude. Well, he isn't he a, like forty something? Yeah, but still, like, he, so here's the thing: like an injury of that magnitude 
to deal with as like a, just a regular guy, that fucking sucks, man. Yes. He doesn't have like an NBA staff to take care of him. Very he, true. He's going to be going to a regular Orlando doctor, which we know about Orlando. Um, I don't know what that means, but essentially. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, that sucked. It would have been nice to watch him play. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the competition. I will say this. Those guys, for the most part, except for Moochie Norris, because Moochie Norris got fat as fuck. <laughs> but for the most part, like, the, I mean, Kwame Brown was like, I mean, he legitimately could probably play in the league now. Like, he was, looked in really, well, he he was had like, like, really good shape. He was like 23 and like 10 rebounds or something. Yeah, shit. I mean, granted. The, the but also Rashard Lewis had like 20 points and 15 rebounds or something like that. I mean, I mean, I think he had like a lot of these guys have kept still. themselves in shape. I think what's exciting is like, this is year one. If it does well, like, you could very well see people like KG and, like, Kobe yes. and, you know, people like that. That was the one the league. thing. And that, I think, is way more exciting. Yeah. Like, even Shaq. Like, if Shaq gets in, like, remotely decent shape, it'll be so much fun to watch him just dominate. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was the one thing that everyone, like, I, I didn't get to watch all the games, so I watched, like, highlights online. All the fucking comments were like, could you imagine if Tim Duncan, Shaq, Charles mm. Barkley, yeah. Kobe Bryant, and uh, they said MJ, but Ice Cube already said he was like, MJ's a little, probably too, a little too old to be in this league. He doesn't feel like playing mm. anymore. No, no, no. Ice Cube says on the line, so I'm like, I don't think, I don't think MJ would want to do this. Yeah. Not MJ can't do well, this. I thought, because what? truthfully, AI played like three minutes in a quarter. Yeah. Like, that was it. Then they were like, oh my god, it's AI! He hit one shot or two shots, maybe, and was like, all right, bye, guys. I'm going to go back to sitting down. Uh, <laughs> Charles Oakley was the one who, like, fucking came in and was like, this is my show. And Gary Payton, too, was, like, Yo, Gary, on fire. Gary Payton was lit, dude. Yes. <laughs> he was so angry. Who was it that he got mad at? Wasn't it uh, Rashard Lewis or... I can't maybe remember I don't know. No, Rashard Lewis is on his team. Oh, that's right. They were playing so a team that had Sean... Mike Bibby and all Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yo, Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby was torching. For yeah, four, he was the one who was in that four. four I never thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> it's the, the four point thing. I, the, the two games that I watched, you're watching the four point shots, and it's like they're so far, and the ball ricochets, and it's just like it's a really long rebound, and then like people yeah. are just running around. It's like it's it's gonna take some time to get used to. I really hope that it doesn't affect the three for, three on three basketball for the Olympics because like. If this is like what people perceive to be three on three, it's gonna really shit on like yeah. three on three because three on three basketball is fun to watch. I mean, it's quick and it's like fast pace and like the, the ball's moving a lot. I will admit, I do like that it's half court. I yeah, mean, obviously you're not gonna play a full court, especially with these game. four year old fucks. Yeah, I used to play full court two on oh, two. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I mean, these yeah, guys, what sixteen. Uh, I don't know, twenty three. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry, you're in twenty three year old. I was a. I, no, I was in the Big Two League. <laughs> the original Big Two. Yeah. Um, so, at the same time, as I mentioned before, um, the NBA Awards are going on on Monday night uh, yes. simultaneously. A lot of things happened on that Monday night. Boy. Um, how do you feel about Drake as a host? I, I thought he was fine. Funny. I thought he was great. Yeah, I, I thought he was great. I, I always felt like, I mean, Drake had what, like four years of Grassy? That motherfucker knows how to perform. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, like, he's like the... the I was going to say he's the black Justin Timberlake, but Justin Timberlake you, is basically black. Is, so. yeah. You know what I'm going to say this right now? He is, so the XXL freshman thing is happening right now, and they got a guy on there, Kyle, also known as Super Duper Kyle. That motherfucker is going to become the next Drake. Oh, he's because so corny. He's, he is, Drake is corny. No, Drake is dope. Drake, Drake is corny. Drake, Drake on that damn song Both with Gucci Man was like, oh, I don't usually do this unless I'm drunk or I'm high, but I'm both right now, so I'm going to talk about my life and, like, complain and say how much I hate, like, love you and stuff. <coughs> That's all he's ever done. Drake 
is an alcoholic if that's all he ever talks about, right? Anyways, that's what I'm trying to say. Great like, um, host. I thought they were. I thought. I think. I thought he was great, and I think Kyle will be the next Drake. That's all I'm trying to say. I had a thought this morning. I was thinking if Drake is like the president of light skinned black dudes, <laughs> then Clay Thompson is like that um, speaker of the house. <laughs> <laughs> What's Steph Curry then? Uh, Steph Curry's vice president. Yeah, no question. No question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah, I thought it was. Wait, wait, wait. What's Grant Hill? Ooh. Grant Hill. Uh, I don't know. He's not that relevant anymore. <laughs> what? Grant Hill's like a retired no, president. No shit about Grant Hill. He's on Inside Stuff, and he's like part owner of the Atlanta Hawks. He's doing I, this thing. I like sometimes forget Inside Stuff's a thing. Right? I, it, I love. You know, no one I cares would, about that I since would, the original version. Yeah. I used to watch it all the time. Ahmad Rashad, bro. Yeah. Ahmad uh, Rashad was amazing. Every yeah. every woman who's ever been on Inside Stuff, Amber, if you're listening, to this, I love you. But like, if you die, I'll marry Chris and Ledlow in a minute. Like, probably. Yeah. Probably in a second. Um, Kristen Ledlow, if you're out there and you're listening, I like cats. I know you got cats. I love cats. Anyways. Wow. Let's go. That was just my opportunity. That was my, that was my <laughs> shout out to Kristen Ledlow. I love you, Kristen. Shoot your shot. Yeah, for real deep. You know what? That was a four-point shot right there. That was, that was, that was a four-point shot. Um, so let's talk awards. So Malcolm Brogdon, Rookie of the Year. Hey, I just want to point out, I said that that would happen. When did you say that was going to happen? Uh, a while ago. Like three weeks ago? No, 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 no. no. Like a few months ago. Maybe. When, you know when I said that? I said that when we watched, we went to Milwaukee to watch the oh, Bucks yeah. play, and he dunked on Kyrie and LeBron yeah, James, and I was just like, rookie of the year. He was legit. I, now. And that was it, only because he made two cool dunks. And I was like, that deserves it, right there. We previously attempted to do a sports podcast, and on that sports podcast, which was you said Dario. a long time ago, I said Dario. That was way before the season even started. Um, he got second place. I I was so on the fence about, like, because, like, winning an award, not so much Rookie of the Year, because, like, there's so many people that have won Rookie of the Year that didn't do shit. Michael Carter-Williams, you asshole. He's so bad. Hey, he might he's help. He's trash. so trash. He's so garbage. Anyways, um, I, I thought that being a point guard on a playoff team, getting, like, legitimate minutes, he, he only averaged, like, 10 points a game, which is not impressive. But for the entirety of the season... He was the most effective rookie. I mean, Joel Embiid by far was the best yes. rookie. I mean, just trans. I mean, just. And how far that, that is that? Down. That the top three choices, two of them played for the Sixers. Oh, dude, that's so gonna happen oh, next year. Ben so Simmons is gonna be a rookie. And Markel Fultz. And Markel Fultz. I mean, nice it's very Fultz. possible that they're gonna Fultz. compete with each other. I wasn't mad at that one. Um, defensive Player of the Year, Draymond. One hundred percent. I mean, he's so. I mean, he's so versatile because, like, yeah, he he legitimately can guard the basket like Rudy Gobert can. But he can also guard like one through threes on the perimeter. Yeah. He's yeah. so versatile, man. Like yeah. he's just long. He won't get taken advantage of by it. On the it was, it was, it was nice to see man. him finally get his due. Yeah, I mean. Uh, although next year I think Kawhi is going to be like, oh, how, oh, how he'll dare come you? He'll and come back, back and win I again. I just don't like Draymond, but. Um, I have, I go back and forth on Draymond. He's, he's just, I don't know. He seems he seems to me like he definitely seems like a douche, but he also seems to me like somebody that I want I would want to party with. Oh yeah, I would he, yeah. I was like, he seems I mean, like I, I party with douches. <laughs> I was like, he like, seems like on the regular. I'm a douche. I party with myself. Draymond seems like the funnest douche. Yeah, is what um, happens. Yeah, would I would also fun. like to point out. I don't know if any of you guys noticed, but while I was watching it, I like halfway through realized who was going to win every award because the first person that they named. Was the person that won oh every single time? Yeah. Every single six man. They said Eric Gordon first. 
They said Russell first for what for uh, MVP. They said Draymond first for defensive. They said Giannis for most improved. Every single time, whoever was first, that was the person who won. So it no longer became interesting to me because halfway through, I was like, I don't think. I was like, Malcolm Brogdon. And I was like, okay, so Malcolm Brogdon is going to be the rookie of the year. And it's just like, that's how it kept on happening. Uh-huh. And it, it, like I said, it, it was fun to watch Drake. I thought he was fun. I thought it mm-hmm. was, uh, he had really good jokes every once in a while. I thought it was funny when he made fun of uh, uh, Draymond. I also thought yeah. his joke about LeBron losing his hair was very funny. Yeah, he went at <laughs> yeah, Kenny Smith. Yeah, yes, Kenny he Smith. went he, at he, Kenny Smith. I, I, was also, I was also very happy that Dirk Nowitzki won like the Teammate of the Year award. Uh, I just, I would love to, one, hang out with Dirk Nowitzki, and two, I can't wait for his kids to make him to the NBA. Why? Okay. Why? <laughs> well, he's well, like... don't say why, like, we're supposed to know. Oh, what I'm sorry. Well, well, no, because he's, he's seven feet tall. His wife is, like, six five, six six, and she's from, like, Nigeria or something like that. She's, like... She should. She's an like oh, an Olympic be, yeah. athlete. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So yeah, gonna be, his yeah. kid is going to be able to shoot and just run laps around everybody. And I can't he's wait to be watch light that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> that kid, he's going to have the world in his hands. But the funny thing is, like, yeah, that kid's name is going to be like that kid's name is going to be like I don't know. Oluwafemi Nowitzki. Hey man, I have a friend named Oluwafemi. Shout out to Femi. We love That's you, why that name came to my mind. <laughs> um, he's, he's got, he's got so a pretty cool name. Where are, you in, where are you in the group chat, Femi? Yeah, Femi, where you been, man? I know you just moved, but anyways, we can talk we about We know you're not listening. Yeah, oh, we, <laughs> I have no to over my phone. No question. We can talk about this off air, Femi. We love you, but get back on group chat. Anyways, um, okay, so defense player of the year, that was pretty much not a no brainer, but what about, pretty clear. Uh, Mike D'Antoni? Yeah, I wasn't too surprised about that. I mean, yeah. he took a 40 win team and turned them into like a legitimate contender I mean we'll get to this later but it, I don't want to talk about it now we'll get to it later but anyways um, yeah I mean Mike D'Antoni this was no surprise I will say this um, so Russell Westbrook's speech was like it, it was it was surprisingly good because there's so many times where he just like talks and I just don't I love him and I hate him at the same time like he I feel about like, him he seems like a dude no question like he mm-hmm. feels like the type of guy that like I wouldn't want to play with because like his level of intensity would make me angry yeah. like and that's why like, that's why he's the MVP. And I, was saying, I feel like he has a similar level of intensity to like Kobe or Jordan, where it's just yeah. like you're just like, hey, dude, calm the fuck down. And they're, and they're like, no, this right. shit's real. Exactly. Yeah, I have to, and I have to imagine like, I mean, whatever. Russell is fucking phenomenal, but I have to imagine that, that had a lot to do with why KD left. I mean, yeah. like, I can I have to imagine like everybody. It was it was commonly known that they weren't super tight. They weren't like really good friends. It just like it, I have to imagine that that pushed him out. Now I will say. That speech was like super heartfelt. Um, you know, he right. called out his parents. Like, I liked when he brought and, all the guys onto the stage. Yeah, it was legit. Although I will say, it was it made me sad to see Taj up there. That was yes. I didn't like that. Man, that's yeah. my that's my Brody. Nice. Brody. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really good speech. Um, you know, shout out to his mom. Like he was very he's very humble, very modest, and uh, and his wife. That was very nice of him. <laughs> somebody somebody said they wish that Kawhi would have won the award because it would have been the greatest 11 second speech ever <laughs> he would have been like thanks I love basketball thank you for the award Bye. have a good night actually you know what I would love if Kawhi like walked down and they said it and like he would start he walked down to like John Cena's music like bam, 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 and he was just like alright first off fuck all you bitches trying to talk shit about me Kawhi motherfucker. and like the whole time he did not like the third person he was like Kawhi Leonard's greatest defense player Kawhi Leonard's the greatest offense player Kawhi but that dunk though Kawhi and there's like everyone's just like what the fuck is going on he's like you you think a quiet motherfucker would have cornrows 
was the last few times you saw a quiet thing I, in the corner. I love that there was like a news story going on that whether or not he cut his cornrows off. Like, there were two days where that was in the news cycle. We're like, I think he did it. No, it's fake. No, I think he did it. No, that shit was photoshopped. However, uh, happy birthday, Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. I'm very Cut happy. I'm very, I'm very happy that they've updated Kawhi to Kawhi 26.0. He's learned how to laugh. He's learned how to cry a little bit. He's learned how to be humble. Like, he, he's, it's, it's going very well for him. Yeah, he's... I. I thought I, they programmed Humble into him at the beginning, though. Yeah, that was probably the first program yeah, they put in there. No question. That one, that one definitely took <laughs> they off. They just copy it from Tim <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um I actually, I had Kawhi as, so I had Kawhi as my MVP just for the sole purpose that, like, he was that team. Like, if you take him off that mm. team, that team is not competitive. Yeah. I mean, clearly we saw that once he went down yeah. in the series against the Warriors. Yeah. Like, he was just, he was everything yeah. on the team because the Marcus ain't shit, man. Like, Lamarcus getting traded. Lamarcus going yeah. somewhere. Like he's just not gonna be a part of that team next year. Yeah, I used to think Lamarcus was a lot better, but he's he's really not. I don't know what it is, man. Like he was such a dog in Portland. Like he I mean, dude, he had a fucking playoff game where he put up like forty and ten. Like he was consistently that, yeah. just like dominant. And I I think the problem with Lamarcus is the same thing that happened in Portland is now happening in San Antonio where he thought that he was going to be, like, the number one option. Yeah, I heard that And the too. moment that he doesn't become that, he's just like, you know, mm-hmm. fuck you guys, get me out of here. Yeah. Honestly, they should send his ass to, like, fucking Phoenix or send him to the Knicks. Don't send him to Phoenix. <laughs> he's got somebody on their score of 70 points. That's a good point. He's, he's not going to hard he's not gonna take that well. He's just learning out the Knicks. Uh, we're going to have to go ahead and talk about that, huh? Well, hold on. Before we talk about the Knicks, I want to talk about a couple more things about the awards. Um, okay. Monty Williams' speech was like, oh, my God. God, dude. that was a good one. I, it was, I was fighting back tears. Like, I, I didn't love that they showed like all the the the, the news reports about when his wife got into that tragic car accident and things like that. Mm-hmm. I did like that the Craig Sega award is a jacket and not an actual trophy. I thought that was pretty dope. That was <laughs> uh, a really really cool jacket. I, I, like when I I saw I didn't get to see the actual, like the full award. So when I saw that part, it was just a thumbnail in like a YouTube clip, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, that's very nice of him showing up to the awards ceremony in that jacket. Uh, and then I watched the video and they put like gave him the jacket. I was like, oh, okay. it was, it was, that makes way more it was sense. A, it was a touching. It was a touching chat. I mean, everybody said like th- when that happened, like so many people were hit hard because like everybody loves Bonnie Williams. Like nobody, yeah. nobody dislikes that. He's one of the most liked dudes in the NBA. You know, he's like super religious and like he's very, very passionate. He's just like a really good dude in general. Um, side note. Um, two side notes. Craig Sager's wife, or pardon me, R.I.P. Craig, uh, his vi- widow is g- gorgeous. <laughs> One. And two, when Monty Williams grabbed her... I wish, I wish the was... listeners could see his face when he said Yeah, that yeah. was, uh... Jay, you were kind of like... Yeah. You were I like, would, you were admiring the picture in your head. Yeah. I would, I would, I would massage Miss Craig's, Miss Sager's feet. Um, I would like to call her Miss Craig. This is quite disrespectful. This is the episode where I crush hard on all NBA personalities. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, yeah, Monty Williams had a nice little grasp on her when he pulled her up there. But overall, (laughs) NBA awards were like definitely better than I thought. The one, the one thing that I thought was bad was like there was a lot of awards where like people didn't come up to receive them. They just kind of like stood up and like did like the princess wave. Sure. And then that was pretty much it. Like like Russ won an award right before MVP, and it was just like, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks. And he just, like, stood up, waved his hand, I'm here, sat back down. So, like, that was my only thing. Some of the awards are kind of, like, whatever, corny, but overall I thought it was a really, really good show. I, Better than I expected, for sure. I don't get why it needed 
to be an award show. I'll yeah, but, I felt like that was kind of unnecessary. It's, it's cool. Yeah, they they're doing something different. So they'll um, probably get better. Yeah. Oh, more. for sure, dude. Plus, they needed the money, man. They have like no playoff revenue because the fucking Warriors, <laughs> and, the Warriors and Cavs just ran to the playoffs. They have no money. Yeah. I mean, not no money, but they. This is the thing. Like, not enough people are talking about this. Well, like NBA writers are talking about this, but like because of the way that the playoffs went, the salary cap went down from like. One point two billion to ninety-nine million. One point two million. No, a hundred. It was like a hundred and two million, and now it's ninety-nine million. Yeah, one point two billion to ninety-nine million would be a huge drop. That's okay, ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it was a one hundred and two million. All right, so it was a drop. That's what it was. You're right. Yeah. It might have been like one hundred and twelve, but in any case, the the salary cap dropped substantially. Yes. Because of the lack of playoff revenue, like that was a huge impact on the yeah. NBA. A lot of teams are having to cut back. I'm like, there's all these teams went like spend crazy last year because the, the cap jumped so highly and they yep. thought it was just, that was going to be life from now on and then it's like counting your commission check before you actually well get the it. funny thing was they, they expected it to jump up again right and it did not and happen uh, yeah. <laughs> whoopsies a um, couple other big things happened this week in the NBA um, some sh- shocking news um, so I wake up on one Monday morning and uh, I check Twitter as I normally do uh, NBA Twitter specifically and I see a lot of Phil Jackson Phil Jackson is trending um First thought in my mind was, damn, he dead. He's dead. <laughs> He's gone, dude. That guy's gone. Uh, I just, yo, he's 71. He's 71. It's a stressful job. I just saw a lot of, like, damn, Phil Jackson's. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. R.I.P., Phil. I was, like, mentally preparing my, like, my my eulogy for Homeboy. Like, I was just oh, like, God. God, he meant so much to me. Um, Instead, it was, like... James Dolan spent like sixty-five million dollars to just Yo, get rid of. This is this is what's set. insane. Like they picked up his option. So for those of you that don't know, and you should by now, but Phil Jackson got fired for the. It's pretty close to Isaiah's tenure in New York, but like it's arguably the worst tenure as like president slash GM. Well, yeah, he had the worst the record days. as a president slash. Yeah, GM. but even like Isaiah signed some really bad contracts. Sorry, y'all. I live in the hood. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's July 4th is coming out, so I guess people are pre-gaming. Uh, for is their that, can July you pre-game fireworks? Oh, who knows? Sure Even in my neighborhood, dumbass. Yeah, Phil, Phil got fired. But they like they picked up his option, and they ended up having to buy him out for like $24 million, which is exactly what they would have needed to buy out Carmelo Anthony. So now, they're kind of fucked, where they basically gave Phil Carmelo Anthony's buyout money. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't... It was long overdue. Like, yes. long overdue. My biggest problem was... So, James Dolan is a terrible owner. There's nothing... Nobody argues that. But a great country music. No singer. question! <laughs> Yo, he rocks the shit out of that harmonica, dude. But he was he was openly at a performance during the draft yeah. of which they drafted somebody who fit into the triangle who which they hurt. then fired their current GM. So that way... Um, it just doesn't make any sense how you how you draft somebody to fit into a system, knowing full well that you're gonna unless that was the last straw, which I highly doubt it, because like enough yeah, had been enough. Like there's just there's just no way. Like KP, that whole thing. Like why wait? Yeah. Why even let him draft? Yeah. So now you picked up Tilakina, and you missed out on Dennis Smith or Malik Monk or some of these other guys that that you that you definitely could have like benefited from like having. I mean, these guys have real star power. I mean, yeah. And, I just don't and this, it. Uh, the French guy whose name I'm not going to say correctly. Frank, Frankie Nicotine. 
Frankie Nicotine, sure. Uh, he uh, shout out to Bill Simmons. I just I just saw he got hurt uh, while practicing yeah. the triangle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that fucking triangle, man. Triangle ruins people's lives. So I, I mean, I haven't been able to see like how hurt he is, but it doesn't seem like it's too drastic. No, it doesn't seem drastic. Some of the it's like yeah. Uh, some league starts in a couple. Of, I think it starts this weekend. Yeah, I think it's Maybe like the, next the weekend. Fourth. It starts. I think it's like the seventh. It's starting starts. Not the uh, they, did you hear they changed the summer league to be three on three? They had a four point shot. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm definitely gonna watch it. I think that's the perfect way to end it. No, wait. We have to. I'm sorry. We have to talk about. Um, uh, yeah, there was a. Uh, hey, wait, let's not. Hold on. Phil Jackson, big, a huge. Flop will never work in the NBA again. The Knicks are terrible, which makes me so happy. I, I loathe the Knicks. Absolutely <laughs> loathe the Knicks. And you know whose fault it is? It's you, John Starks. You know, I don't know where you are. It's your fault, John Starks. You made me hate the Knicks, and it will never go away. Um, but no, I mean, like, they're they're in shambles. There's, like, rumors going around that, like, Carmelo's going to get bought out, and he's going to go to the Rockets. That's a natural segue. You're Ooh, welcome. That's show business, people. Congratulations. I like that. Now, it's, always, um, it's also show business to point out your segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm my number one. Yeah. I'm my number one. Um, guys, Chris Paul got traded to the fucking Rockets yesterday, man. What? What in the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I, it's. I think it's perfect for him because he's going to make a lot of money and mm-hmm. still not have to be. Well, not yet. So, 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 a couple of okay, details on the trade. He opted into the last year of his contract specifically for the sign and trade. The Clippers got a. I mean, to lose a guy like Chris Paul, they got a pretty good haul. Yeah, they got Lou Williams. Yeah. I mean, they they, they got some quality Patrick talent. Yeah. Which honestly, like those were those were huge contributors to the Rockets last year. It's going to be yes. interesting to see. I personally, I think it's a terrible fit. I think both like James Harden was unleashed last year as a point yeah. guard. And now you're going to put him back at the two. Like, now yeah. Chris Paul's yeah, going to run the one. Now, like, D'Antoni's going to stagger the minutes. He's going to let both of them run the one throughout the games. But, like, it's not a great fit. Like, I don't see how both of those guys are on the court at the same time in, like, crunch time minutes. I just do don't you, see it. Do you think both of them average close to 10 assists per game? Because oh, they both no did question. last season. No question. So. No question. I think they're, well... Because they're also both There's good. only so many assists to go Bo- around. Both of them are very yeah. good off-ball shooters, so... Not true. James Harden, very good off-ball shooter. Chris no, no, no. Paul's not. Chris Paul, I mean, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul can back down, but he's, yeah, he's a pick he and roll. He's a pick and roll, like, savant, as is James Harden. So, like, in that offense, it makes sense. Like, having those guys going off of pick and rolls with, like, Clint, Clint Capella and having him run to the rim, like, that's going to be fun to watch. But it's just, like, for them to be the best version of themselves, they need to have the ball. Like, James yeah. Harden was incredible in that offense last yes. year. Because you basically took Steve Nash and made him more... Capable of being fouled. Just, and just being able to get to the line and just being stronger and, like, more offensively minded. Like, the thing with Steve Nash when he was running that offense is, like, he was 100% pass first, where James Harden was definitely yeah. pass, he was pass aware, but he's a scorer. He's a natural scorer. Yeah. So, like, how many games did he have? He had, like, two 50-point triple doubles. That's fucking insane. Yeah. So, you're going to take the ball away from that guy. I don't understand it. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I think it'll be fun to watch. I mean, if there's anybody that can put a team together that's going to be interesting, it'll be Mike D'Antoni, like, and to Darryl, run that offense. And, well, because the, the whole thing, like, there were sources saying that Daryl Morey is trying to get 
uh, Carmelo and Blake over there, so that's the starting lineup of like... Blake's definitely not going to have it. They can't yeah, I know, but the starting lineup <coughs> that they're trying to get is what? Chris Paul, James Harden, Carmelo Anthony, Blake Griffin, and Clint Capella. Like, that's I ridiculous. It's like not going to happen. Be. It's not even going to be fun to watch. I no, think, I, I will say so that like, if, 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 the, if the Knicks... Yeah. So, if the Knicks end up buying out Carmelo, and they really don't want to, but oh, yeah, I don't they end up either. buying out Carmelo and he goes to the Rockets, that's actually a really good fit for him. I think him going over there... But he, then that's another person who needs the ball, man. I don't think... But I think Carmelo is able to get shots off without having the ball in his hands constantly. Now, yes, all three of them are super ball-dominant. But it would be interesting to see what they do. They say the Rockets aren't done. Now, with the Clippers, so there's been a lot of people saying, like, Blake is going to leave... Blake is going to stay. I I personally feel like Blake is going to stay because when Chris Paul was out, Blake Griffin is a is a really really good playmaker. And now with the with the people that they have around him, like everybody knows who knows me, I should say, knows that I love Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly might be my favorite like non All Star NBA player. One because he's from Chicago, but two I just love the style that he plays. Like defensively. Yeah. He's just he's an animal, bro. Like, I love Patrick Beverly. And Patrick Beverly is the type of point guard that doesn't need the ball to be effective. Like, he can play off the ball. He'll knock down his corner threes. He'll play solid defense. You put Blake as, like, the Draymond point forward type of player where he can basically run the offense and you run it through him. I, I, I don't see why they don't at least try it. Because they can max him out. Although, a lot of people are saying they're probably not going to max him out because of his no, 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 injury. injury. But... You could arguably, if you want to keep him, max him out because they have the money now because Chris yeah. Paul's gone. You max him out, let change the offense to run it through him. You still have DeAndre. You have shooters all around. You have Lou Williams. You have Patrick Beverly. You know they might pick up a couple other pieces, but it's an interesting fit. I, I'm, I'm I don't know what do you guys think. I mean, does, does Blake stay? Does he go? Um, well, he already because him and Chris Paul both opted out right. of their contracts. Right. So Chris they renegotiate. opted back in for the science so, trade, right, exactly. which was like a masterful move to get around the CBA. Um, oh yeah, I mean he was the one that I he think, was the one that negotiated the whole thing. Anyway. Yeah, now he's gonna, he could he could arguably next year if he ends up signing. It doesn't matter who he signs with. But, well, no, it does. He has to sign with the Rockets. But if he yeah. signs with the Rockets, they have his bird rights. He can make like two hundred million dollars over the next yeah. five years. I mean, it's oh, over five years. Yeah, and, and I think it'll, that'll be what when he's like thirty eight. Right. Uh, so I, he. I mean, woo, genius move by Chris Paul. I don't know how long. Technically, yes, technically now, Chris Paul, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Carmelo Anthony are all free agents in 2018. I don't know if we're going to get a banana boat scenario out of that. Um, It'd be cool, but I doubt they're going to actually try that. So the banana boat, for for Matt and anyone else who doesn't know, the banana boat... um, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Carmelo Anthony's are buddies. Besties. Oh, yeah. uh, a few people probably already know that. <laughs> okay. There is a picture of them. And Gabrielle Union. And Gabrielle Union. Shout out to Gabrielle. Yeah. <laughs> on the banana, on a banana boat. Those like inflatable okay. boats that you can yeah. hang on to while it's being dragged by a speedboat. They're all hanging out. And at one point during an interview, LeBron James said, I would love to try to chase a ring with those guys. Before my career ends. So everyone's like, like it's a possibility. Uh, And especially with the rumors that LeBron James might head out to L.A. 
uh, so he can like you know keep washing his home so people stop writing the n-word on his building but yeah was in LA. Uh, yeah oh, happened in LA, LA. It was in L- it was his LA home, but um, yeah, because of that, people are like, "Oh, there's the chance." That's why people are like, "Oh, what if, you know, if he go, if if um, if uh, Paul, oh my God, I'm sorry, if Chris Paul was to like re-sign with the Clippers, there was a chance if they were able to move a couple of players around that they would be able to get Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Carmelo Anthony. Which that team doesn't make sense. Who the fuck plays the four in that situation? I mean, LeBron or Melo. Because DeAndre is your five in that situation. If you even keep him. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a pipe yeah, dream. It's, but it's, it's a pipe dream, but yeah, it's technically possible, but I don't think it would actually happen. I guess I can't say it's possible. I don't feel like that would be that It wouldn't be team. fun. It wouldn't be fun. I think it would be, be it would be fun for them. I think they would want to do it for like a little while just shit until they just go off into the sunset. Like they all retire in LA, and then like all their kids get to play together. Bronny gets to play with Melo's son, and blah blah blah. And they all get State Farm commercials. It'll be great. But um, yeah, I mean the trade like was shocking. I'm interested to see what happens with the Clippers. The thing was like Jerry West was not in that meeting with Chris Paul. No, only Doc Rivers was. Which yeah. that might be the last nail in the coffin for Doc Rivers, man. Like he's just he's. Good coach, not great coach. I think he's he does a good job of managing egos, and he also does a good job of like attracting free agents. Like he's done a really good job over the last couple of years of getting guys to come to play, and oftentimes for less to play in LA with Chris Paul and with Blake. Uh, but the, GM Doc Rivers is the worst. Yeah. Literally, GM Doc Rivers is like that guy scored thirty points against me three years ago. Let's sign him. Like or like <laughs> that guy used to play with me in Boston. He didn't get a fair shake. Let's bring Jeff Green over here. We'll give them a first-round pick. Like, it's just... It's insane, like, yeah. him as a GM. And Jerry West is supposed to... Like, their draft? Solid draft. I mean, they picked up the kid from Oklahoma State, Juwan Evans. They picked up um, the kid from South Carolina, uh, Sandoria Thornwell. Like, they had a solid draft. And those were Jerry West moves. 100%. Yeah. Because, like, Jerry Doc West, Rivers has been a terrible draft. Jerry West came in and was like, fuck all your thoughts. This... Um, I'm this, take over. This is not a Jerry West move. You don't think it's a Jerry West move? Hell no. He wasn't even in the meeting. This is not a Jerry West. Jerry West move is Jerry West is very calculated. Yeah. Now, I think that maybe it was. It's hard to say. I mean, we don't know. We're not on the inside. But like, he wasn't a part of the meeting, so it makes it, it would be hard for me to believe that they like they were like, yeah, let's go ahead and trade him. And Jerry, you know West what? I for him. sure know will be a Jerry West move if Austin Rivers just disappeared. Well, that was like because <laughs> I. I'm waiting for the day for Jerry West to be like, no, that kid's not good enough to be in the NBA. Bye that, bye, was, bitch. that was <laughs> the just rumor. Like gets pushed away. But that was the rumor that went around. Yeah, like essentially, I, like Chris Paul got to a point where like they had an offer on the table to trade Austin Rivers, Jamal Crawford, and like a first round pick to the Knicks for Melo and, and fucking Sasha Vujicic, which whatever. But he, Doc Rivers said no because he didn't want to trade Austin, which is like, That's come so on, bad. man, yeah. you can't do this shit, man. It's like there's a business and there's family. You got to separate those two though. You have to. Yeah. Like he's still gonna be your son. He was playing in New Orleans before. He'll be fine in New York. He yeah, probably love true. it in New York. As he probably love it out there. Yeah. But anyways, I, it was a really eventful week overall. Um, I I I can't wait. Uh, free agency starts at midnight tomorrow. I'm so psyched. Um, there's a lot of opportunities for people to move and shake. Uh, Blake Griffin supposedly is meeting with the Suns first, which is interesting. So is Gordon Hayward. I mean, he Phoenix for some weird reason. Nah, Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gordon Hayward can go anywhere. Uh, there was a rumor that I just read right before we started this podcast that Jimmy Butler is trying to get Kyle Lowry to join the fucking Timberwolves. That'd be uh, that would be very 
very interesting. I wouldn't pay that guy though. It's just he's like what thirty five. It's just it's not. A yeah, good, but it that ass don't quit. Well, no, he's like thirty two. He's thirty two. No, that ass don't quit. He's no. ready to go. Anyways, um, thank you for listening. This has been NBA. Um, I am your co-host Jay. This is Matt. Matt, say goodbye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Nice. <laughs> and uh, Nikki's in front of us. We have a Facebook page now. Follow us on Facebook, NB-YayPodcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter, uh, NB-YayPodcast on Twitter. Is it underscore? Uh, the the handle is an underscore, but the actual name is the dash. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Subscribe. Uh, if you feel so in your heart to, to, to just give us a review, please do. Five stars, preferably. Um yeah, shout us out on Twitter, shout us out on Facebook. Uh, you can find me, J underscore. I realized this last week, nobody knows how to spell my last name, so it's Q U I L E S. Um, yeah, man, follow me on the gram. Anybody else, anything to plug before we get out of here? Um, follow me on Twitter, Fat Reed, F A T T R E E D. That's right. And also swipe right when you see me on Tinder. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, yeah. uh, I uh, just recently started a Snapchat. Um, it's Nikki Q45 or Nikki Kiles. Kiles is about the same way as J Q U I L E S. I do a very dumb Y'all thing. Brothers or something? <laughs> yeah, we no. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do a very dumb thing called uh, late night snaps with Nikki Knightley. I do a fake, um, a fake late night show, but it's all through Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have a Snapchat, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza. On Instagram, that's where I'll post those videos there. If you don't have an Instagram, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza on Twitter, where I will also put those things. If you don't have a Twitter, I'm starting up a YouTube page called just Nikki Palooza, no at symbol. If you don't feel like looking on YouTube, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Like, I'm trying. I'm putting everything out there so your ass can fucking see my dumbass videos. Last week, we said, Nikki, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> nope. Said, nope. And this week, you went through the whole game yeah. of social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. You said that. I realized I had no real social media game. So the whole week leading up today, <laughs> I did nothing but prepare. I prepared like a motherfucker. I'm ready to go now. <laughs> Your boy, he glowed up. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm glowed up. Actually, I'm- that reminds me. I also have a Snapchat <laughs> now. Um, it is... My Snapchat is Matt Reed one eight nine zero. It's also my email address if you want to email me. I just I just like point out. We're gonna work on that name. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if they. Like I just want to. I just want to not to point out. I just want to apologize for the fact that for some weird reason Jay and I both have like evil laughs. We both have real. <laughs> Creepy cackles, uh, where it sounds like we're about to take over the world. So uh, I, mean, I had never heard that. Yeah, so, no, we uh, yeah. Dude, our laughs are slightly that's creepy. That's news to me. Uh, so <laughs> my bad. Uh, if only you could see Jay's feelings getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm cool. Uh, yeah. Last when Jay says I'm cool, that means he's not cool. He ain't cool. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yo, uh, and also lastly, shout out to Dixon Hills. Um, follow him on SoundCloud. I will include his link in uh, the show notes. Uh, Dixon Hills, if you are a Chicagoland rapper, look him up, man. Dude's hot. Um, that's it. NBA, we out. Bam. That was longer than usual.